Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. Today, guys, it's Friday. It's the last episode of the week, and we are talking about calcium today. Why are we talking about calcium? Well, besides the fact that statistically most people are deficient in calcium and not consuming enough on a regular basis, besides the fact that calcium is uh, one of the major minerals in our body, it contributes to energy creation, uh, it contributes to transmission of signals between our nerve cells. So, for example, if we want to raise our hand, we our brain needs to communicate with our muscles and we need to contract that muscle to raise our hand. Well, several muscles actually. And so we need calcium to transmit that signal from brain to our muscles. And we need calcium to actually contract that muscle to make that reaction happen. So calcium needed for muscle contraction, including our heart muscle. It is vital for our regular heartbeat, for our regular blood pressure. And besides, of course, calcium is in our bones and in our teeth, without which our life is impossible. And there are so many diseases of age that are related to improper calcium um, absorption or not enough calcium or, um, well, too much calcium is not the issue usually, but calcium going to the wrong places is anyhow, guys. So calcium is important. Uh, but specifically, I wanted to talk about calcium today because uh, on my vacation, uh, we were together with my sister, with my mom, with my nephew, and he is 13 years old and he's quite a tall guy. He's taller than me already. And he, first time, I noticed that he would eat a lot of cheese there. At home, he usually eats a lot of yogurt. And we were staying, uh, there was no good yogurt that he liked. So she started to eat cheese um, um, every day. Like, he just needed his cheese. And at first I was like, well, that's weird. He never actually liked cheese because it was too salty for him. But then I realized why he was craving that local cheese. They had, um, they have pretty good cheeses uh, down there, like all natural, you know, fresh, made from sheep and goat and cow's milk, um, different kinds of cheeses in all its various forms. And it's uh, usually fresh, not not aged, but also a few varieties of aged cheeses too. And so I couldn't figure out like why all of a sudden he became such a cheese lover. His his name is Luca, by the way. And then I realized, of course, he is growing and he is tall and he's growing fast. And so he needs all of that calcium. And naturally, he's drawn to foods that are rich in that calcium. He doesn't like sardines or other canned fish. He's not enthusiastic about eating a lot of bones. Uh, but he does feel that he needs that calcium. And so at home, he usually would go for a lot of uh, yogurts with added berries or fruit. Um, also, there are special drinks with 
probiotics that he also loves that have um, added fruit and berries and um, yeah, some sugar that I'm not happy about that, but you know, that he's favorite source of calcium when we are back home. Um, anyhow, so he was, uh, he started to eat a lot of cheese uh, on our vacation. And I realized that was because uh, his body needed calcium and still needs calcium. And that was a natural craving. And the reason I'm bringing that up is, first of all, uh, realize that um, a lot of your cravings might be happening not because of hunger for calories or more food uh, or your bad willpower, but because your body actually is missing something and doesn't exactly know how to tell you what it's missing. So, for example, a lot of sweet cravings happen because of chromium deficiency or because of other mineral deficiency. And your body just doesn't know where they are anymore because in our food supply, um, you know, there are so many additives and a lot of foods, a lot of food products, I'd better say, uh, are so empty of nutrients or they are fortified. And some of them are, some of them aren't. And so the body and the brain are confused where to get those nutrients uh, from. And that's why you might be craving stuff because your body needs something but it doesn't know where to get it exactly, and so you're just hungry. And in kids, this mechanism of craving the right things actually works better because their body um, is still not that broken but by our broken food system. And they feel it much better. And also they don't have those, you know, preconceptions about foods. They don't think about what they should be eating or shouldn't be eating. They just know that for some reason they want that thing, that cheese or that yogurt, and they are going after it. Um, and that's why a lot of times kids would crave things, uh, and without no particular reason, and they would eat until, you know, they get all their calcium or whatever that nutrient might be, and they, then they would stop. Ideally, when we're adults, the same thing would happen to us. But because there are so many food products and so many flavorings and additives, that mechanism, little by little, gets broken. And that's why a lot of times we would crave just anything, not specific foods. For me personally, I do crave specific foods. Uh, I guess when my body feels like it's missing some nutrients, like for example, when I go low on um, iron or B vitamins, I would crave uh, um, something like chicken liver. Uh, when I'm low on my calcium, I would crave my sardines, etc. But sometimes it's not the case, you know, sometimes uh, it's also improper sugar, blood sugar balance, and that's why we might be craving foods and sweets, because our body needs to um, regulate that blood sugar, and it is not able to by itself. So cravings are, cravings tell us a lot about things that we might be missing in our body. But anyhow, guys, back to kids and teenagers. Teenagers uh, actually, and kids too, but teenagers specifically, they actually need more calcium than we adults do by about 300 milligrams. To give you an idea, an adult would need, an adult like myself would need about one gram of calcium. Um, a teenager 
um, in the ages between 10 to 18, sometimes 12 to 18, depending on their growth rate, would need about 300 milligrams of calcium more on top of that, or a serving of, cal- of calcium-rich foods. And it is vital for them. Otherwise, they are not going to be able to grow and develop properly. And so kids especially might be craving all these yogurts, sometimes ice creams if they can't find, you know, any yogurt, sometimes cheese. Um, They would crave that because their body gives them the signal that they need that calcium. And those are the only foods where their body um, knows that the calcium is there. That being said, if you start... Um, familiarizing uh, your kids from early on with things like sardines, canned sardines or canned salmon, they might go for that, for their calcium. So, for example, to hit uh, all their like teenager calcium requirements, you will need just a couple of cans of sardines with bones and that's going to be it. For adult, one can is about 60%. For a teenager, it's a little bit uh, closer to like 50% or even 40%. So a couple of cans, maybe one and a half, would give the needed amount of calcium. Also, there are some vegetables that are that have calcium. Let's just say that. But, um, for example, if you want to eat your calcium from spinach, or you want your teenager to eat calcium from spinach, your teenager would have to eat like a kilo of spinach. And I don't know any teenager who's going to eat a kilo of spinach. Or they would have, uh, they would have to eat like 200 grams of sesame seeds or even more because a lot of plant foods because of fibers and anti-nutrients specifically there are anti-nutrients in spinach and in sesame seeds uh, a lot of that calcium is not going to be that bioavailable that available to our bodies so um, that's why eating sardines or other canned seafood is much it is a much better way to get our calcium. But let's get back to calcium. So if you have a teenager boy or girl that they do need their calcium, it is crucial for their growth and development. And dairy products are still the best sources for them. And they still preserve a lot of their capacity to metabolize even milk. But I always recommend to go as natural as possible. If you have access to farm milk, then go for it. Unpasteurized milk works better, but if you are not sure of your sources, that might lead to some contamination with uh, bacteria that might lead to some poisoning or uh, some other um, infectious stuff. So, I would always, again, go with farm milk. If you don't have it, just make sure it's organic. It's the best quality you can find. Um, but milk probably is not even the best source. The best source is dairy products. Um, so, for example, yogurts. Regular yogurt would have about... Um, it, it's going to be about one serving of calcium. And your teenager needs about four of them. So, if it comes... 
if it's yogurt, uh, your teenager would need about 600 grams of it. Yeah, I know it's a lot, but they are growing and this calcium is needed. Um, 600 grams uh, or it's about, um, uh, what is it about? Um, five ounces, it's about 20 ounces. So 20 ounces or uh, four containers, uh, regular containers of yogurt uh, or 600 grams of yogurt. Of course, try to get flavor-free, sugar-free yogurts and then add um, your own berries, maybe made into some kind of puree, maybe bananas, maybe some dried fruits even uh, into that yogurt. So it's um, the best uh, version of that yogurt. You can also make your own yogurt. There are those machines that are pretty easy to use to make your own yogurt. Um, Cow's milk is kind of like, you know, average in calcium. So uh, sheep yogurt would actually have a little bit more. So you might get away with just three containers of that yogurt. Goat yogurt will have a little bit less. Um, <clears throat> Greek yogurt would have less calcium than regular yogurt because some of that liquid that contains calcium is eliminated uh, during the process of making Greek yogurt. So I would go with regular yogurt instead of Greek yogurt. And then cheeses, guys. One serving or about 40 grams, 1.5 ounces of hard cheeses uh, would give you... Um, one serving and you need about three of those. So that's why cheese, uh, you know, uh, cheese is actually effective way to get calcium in. So find natural, good quality, hard cheese and three 1.5 ounces or three 40 gram pieces of that cheese going to cover, um, if not all, then most of the calcium requirements of your teenager. There's three pieces, so about 120 grams of cheese a day. Um, something like Swiss cheese, something like uh, Picorino, something like Parmigiano, all of those, uh, about 120 grams or um, Four ounces of the cheese will cover all the calcium requirements. So introduce your teenagers to cheeses and yourself if you tolerate uh, good quality dairy well. By the way, guys, did you know that aged cheeses, they are naturally lactose-free? Because during the process of aging, bacteria live bacteria in cheese eats all the lactose or milk sugar and converts converts it into different substances and um, like different kinds of proteins. So a lot of aged cheeses like Parmigiana, for example, are lactose-free naturally. Some are not. And, you know, if they are not aged, then they are probably not lactose-free. But there are also producers who make uh, cheeses lactose-free specifically for people who do not tolerate lactose well. So anyhow, hard cheeses, also, you know, great sources of calcium for you guys, um, also might eliminate a lot of cravings because as an adult, while craving something, you might just be missing calcium and that's why you're craving um, all this, maybe ice cream, maybe you're just missing your calcium, guys. So maybe you should start eating cheese, not ice cream, right? Uh, and then soft cheeses, you would give about 150 grams of soft 
soft cheeses because they do contain a little bit less calcium. Um, so whiter cheeses like maybe mozzarella and other um, cheeses that are softer would contain less calcium. So you would need more. And again, canned seafood introduce your kids, your teenagers to that. It's a great source, not just of calcium, but also other minerals and omega-3 fatty acids and great source of protein. And um, just an amazing source, again, of protein, sustainable protein and um, healthy from all perspectives protein. Um, vegetables, seeds, are not the best sources. You would have to eat a lot, and most of it is not even going to be that available to you. So yogurts, cheeses, uh, milk, glass of milk. Sheep milk is the champion. So glass of sheep's milk is about 43% for adult, but for a kid is a little bit less. So a kid would need about three glasses of sheep's milk when it comes to cow's milk, basically a liter of cow's milk to cover all the calcium requirements. Goat's milk have less has less calcium. Um, so if you go for goat's milk, probably a liter and one glass more. But the most, again, efficient, effective source um, is cheese. Then after that, we have yogurt, but still you would um, have to go for a 500-600 grams of yogurt, and regular yogurt has more calcium than Greek yogurt. Um, hard cheeses uh, would have more calcium than soft cheeses, and again, canned seafood, um, a, a couple of cans uh, should cover calcium requirements for your teenager kid, daughter or son, or maybe your uh, grandson or granddaughter. Um, and for you, uh, maybe one and a half. Um, so again, teenagers, they do need more calcium. And that's why, again, they might be craving all sorts of stuff, uh, sweet yogurts and cheeses and ice creams. Um, but just understand that they crave their calcium. So you don't have to add sugar into it, add fruit, add maybe dried fruit. And um, if they are craving ice cream all the time, maybe start giving them more cheese instead of ice cream, and that should um, fix the problem. So that's it for today, guys. We talked about calcium. Next week, we will be covering uh, a lot of different nutrients that, that are vital for your performance, for your longevity, for your health, for your immune health, for your gut health, for your energy, for your better sleep. We'll be covering nutrients that statistically uh, are missing from the diet of most people today because of the way our food system is set up. So stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, guys, if you do have any questions, um, maybe some issue you're having, some craving you're having, and you're wondering if that could be a sign of some deficiency uh, or, you know, a health problem in the future, and you might want to correct it with certain foods today. So ask your question, uh, let me know about your issue, and I'm more than happy to you help, more than happy to help you out either uh, on the podcast if I find that a lot of people have um, those questions or 
personally, I'll send you the answer. So reach out. Don't forget to share this episode with one another person, especially if that person is a teenager or somebody who um, has in their family uh, teenagers, maybe also teachers at school. Share that with them and make sure maybe that you, if you do work at school, uh, that the school knows about the calcium requirements and provides enough to kids. So share this episode, guys, to learn better, to remember better, and to help all of us to eat better. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have an awesome weekend. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.